0: your boy one and only a switch aka uh the negro cart (laughs) I can't even get it out (laughs) the negro (laughs) cart the negro Clark Kent (laughs) aka (laughs) the honey bun harasser aka sugar cookie (laughs) sentai bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites Um, number 44 to be exact Uh, today's date is uh, February 27th, 2020 the month of black excellence is uh, almost over unfortunately the celebration of blackness is almost over get all that blackness in before march this isn't this is a psa <laughs> not sure why, why i mentioned that but whatever um pretty uh some pretty interesting news came out this week uh yet again we still do not have a, a damn ps5 uh release date or any more information um so you know There's that. I lost a damn bet uh, in our forums. Um, For those that don't know, I frequent uh, the era that is reset. (laughs) Um, Made a bet that uh, PS5 will be revealed at least on um, uh, February 25th. I think that's Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Which did not happen, unfortunately. So now I'm going to have to get a, a doopy looking avatar of their choosing. Hopefully it will be somewhat uh respectable. But, you know, hey, I, I put put my avatar on the line saying, hey, PS5 is going to be announced by February 25th. And that didn't happen. So, you know what? Got to take it in a stride. live with it, you know. Just got to keep on moving, you know, you can't stop. Can't stop. Don't stop. Won't stop. Uh-uh. Um let's stop all that dilly-dallying and get right into that news. Uh so first, I pick a discussion Kazuhisa Hashimoto, uh the creator of the Konami code up up down down left right left right BA I guess starting later um sequences but at least that was the origins of it all or arguably probably the first ever cheat code technically uh has passed away um so uh I believe he was sixty I'm not sure if they had all those details yet. This is according to Pixel and Love. Um it's kind of that's sad man like the god that has something that's going to be instilled in us in like forever you can see it like probably the most recent thing that comes to mind is the google stadia has pretty much that same code to like hear your controller so you know that code is never gonna die man uh even though i guess technically cheat codes feel like they've been uh pretty dormant but uh, i mean up up down down left right left right b a it's just ingrained in every gamer that's, that's grew up in what? Like 85 and up it, I'd say. So, um, rest in peace. Azuhisa Hashimoto, your cold will live on forever. A part of you will live on within us forever. Um, next topic of discussion, uh, GameStop. Oh boy, you know, that that ship's still sinking, in case you didn't know. So apparently there's been some uh, ramblings going on about um, yet even more closures of the store. Uh, at least, um, hypothetically, 700 to 1,000 more stores being closed. I think um, that's not, I guess, hugely detrimental to GameStop currently, since they I think they have like... Three thousand or four thousand in total, but I mean, uh, obvious. That's like that's like what almost twenty five percent. That's a that's a pretty significant chunk, if anything. So, yeah, that uh that ship is sinking, man. Uh, I don't know if they can ever, you know, ultimately prevent it unless they go all digital or, um, yeah, that's the only way I can think of. All digital, or I guess you know really um consolidate their stores i don't know i don't know i mean that's kind of what they're doing anyway oh man never mind Five thousand locations so this is still kind of chump change in, a, in somewhat but still that's pretty detrimental so i'd say uh be cautious of uh any pre-doors uh you have or uh, i guess it depends on whatever store I'm assuming the more popular cities like um, Where I'm at aren't going to be Necessarily affected considering the traffic And stuff but I know uh, I've seen some ridiculous setups of GameStops where it's like literally two stores Right by each other and stuff like that So I'm pretty Certain those will uh, Probably be on their way out But You know at least one will be taken out And stuff like that so Yeah man Um Not looking good good at all Uh, next topic of discussion um, for those that aren't familiar Etika aka Desmond um, who uh, passed away roughly a year ago I want to say that's what it felt like I followed his content he was a pretty notable uh, content creator on YouTube who um, made a lot of nintendo focused content at least um i know he's kind of maybe dabbled outside that but generally he's always stuck with nintendo from all i've remembered and recalled um so he had a mural made you know in honor of you know his uh impact that he made across pretty much the gaming community i'd say um at least for his mural uh they did create a uh pokemon go a particular, um, uh, stop where basically it's been a while. since I played Pokemon go, but I'm pretty much familiar with that. The concept where you basically go to a PokeStop, stop and I think you could do, I think it varies in terms of what you can do from there. But, uh, that was, that was a pretty awesome touch, you know, on somebody who's all I f- I feel contributed a lot to, uh, Nintendo's community, uh, in a positive way for sure. So, um, nice little nod. To, uh Etica, you know, uh, for this mural, and yeah, man, R.I.P. Still, that uh, just just the whole that whole thing still uh gets to me when I think about it, you know. Something so fickle can just you know happen like like that in a snap, man. It's crazy. Let me notice my keep going out. Let me just compressor is it my compressor hmm is it do you keep going out hmm I think that's it okay um next topic of discussion um this is that this is kind of crazy when you think about it so apparently uh, YouTube, stretch, uh, <laughs> YouTube stretch YouTube stretch YouTube Twitch streamer uh, Kurt 411 uh, was banned from every EA game and online service after rants and threats so uh, apparently um, he's a dick big surprise in this day and age um, and uh, I guess the, <laughs> he, he's probably just very vocal about EA I mean I, obviously it's a given EA has a lot of problems but he was probably one to presumably, you know, talk bad about EA in a lot of cases and, you know, hark on them and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, it. I guess it's crazy. Um, at least why I bring this up is that it's just to ban him from every single game and online service related to EA. I don't think I've ever heard, heard or seen before. Um, That's why it seems so like just crazy. Uh, They're like, man, you just really don't like this guy or something like that. You know what I mean? So that's just crazy to me Um, that, you know, hey, (laughs) they get to some point. They'll do it. They'll do it. Um, I'm curious what would prevent him from making another account, but I guess Technically, they could ban his IP, but I think there's technically ways you can get around that, too. Um, But, yeah, I mean, either way, he got the message. And, uh, you know, probably all the related accounts he's put a lot of money and stuff into. eh, He got what he got. We deserved, apparently. Um, I mean, goes to show you, you shouldn't be an ass, really. Uh, that doesn't get you anywhere. So, very interesting. Uh, next topic of discussion. Uh, the Xbox Series X. Uh, this week they, um, revealed a couple more details. Um, a lot of the stuff we, we already knew for the most part. But, it is nice to get some conf- uh confirmation. Um, at least some of the aspects that stood out. Uh, at least, um yeah, that we haven't necessarily seen or was at least confirmed are a quick resume for multiple games, which technically is in the, on the Xbox uh, one, but it's very, um, very uh, cumbersome and uh, not worthwhile. Uh, You ultimately it's more of a hurdle than a convenience uh, currently with the, with the Xbox one. Um, You can resume for most part, but some, most of the time it seems to always cause issues where just some weird irregularities in the game, um, just very random stuff. So more than most people, I would uh, assume at least end up just closing the app and reopening it whenever they want to play, play a game or go back to a game. Maybe I guess it's not noticeable for like maybe going somewhere for like 15 minutes and coming back or something like that. But you know, leaving it for a long time, especially with instant on, and then like coming back to it later, uh, I think it's still pretty problematic. Um, you know, in those scenarios. So hopefully, uh, I know they claim that you can uh, at least what they're claiming straight up quick res quick. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to say resume. <laughs> Boy, that's like some key and pill, <laughs> key and field type stuff quick resume uh for multiple games so they a, at least elaborated that you can quick resume pretty much multiple games so basically from what they're saying you can have multiple games open which you can't do on the Xbox 1 you have to close um another uh another the current app you're on to access the next one um so it's like that's a big jump in of itself and then yeah, just well, that really all all in of itself is just hard to fathom. But I mean, they they say it can happen, apparently. So believe it when I see it. Um, I'm not having high expectations for that. I'm guessing it might cause more problems than good. But I'm at the same time wanting to be optimistic and you know keeping an open mind to see, uh, ideally, if it does does what it says and claims to do. So. And then the other notable aspect uh, to uh, these uh, confirmations, basically, uh, is smart delivery. So apparently um, that is, let me refresh my memory. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, we'll go quote by quote, Uh, smart delivery. This technology empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you are playing it on Xbox One or Series X, you are getting the right version of that game on whatever Xbox you're playing on. We're making the commitment to use smart delivery on all our exclusive Xbox Game Studios titles, including Halo Infinite, ensuring you only have to purchase a title once in order to play the best available version of whichever Xbox console they choose to play on. technology is available for all developers and publishers and they can choose to use it for titles that will be released on Xbox one first and come to Xbox series X later okay so yeah basically kind of what the Xbox one X is doing with uh, within the family of Xbox one so basically if you put a disc into the Xbox one or Xbox one s um you get that version of the game but if you put the same disc like let's say for example gears 5 in uh xbox one uh x um uh disc tray uh basically it'll download uh i think it gives you an option if you choose to it'll download the extra 4k assets for you know getting a 4k fidelity for um you know said game so uh that is pretty cool uh, at least uh you know mess with it firsthand and uh, especially uh making a transition from xbox one s to xbox one x um was pretty seamless and pretty cool like man just going uh from halo 5 which is uh had some trickery in terms of performance um which i mean it was smooth mind you but just making that jump from like 1080p or i think it was 900p like 4k um uh i think um f- like uh legit what's the term 4k actual 4k of course the memory is slipping my head native 4k native 4k no checkerboarding and all that the uh, boy look looking buttery looking buttery like a biscuit like no no buttery like butter on a biscuit there we go so um yeah this this looks pretty uh enticing um i guess to kind of piggyback on that uh cyberpunk twenty seven seventy seven announced specifically that um owners on xbox one will also own it for series x and no further charge so now i know this was like this kind of raised some concerns and questions uh, at the same time because it's, uh, it. I guess it's kind of confusing in terms of how this is going to, excuse me, roll out really. So basically, will there just only be an Xbox One version of Cyberpunk 2077, 2077? um or are they going to make like a uh, later down the line or right when the Xbox Series X releases probably I know they normally get the release the games like a week or two before the actual console comes out in some cases but will Cyberpunk 2077 have like um a uh a Series X labeling in box but they're basically essentially the same thing um or is this, or even like worse, could like, you know, the Xbox one version, uh, you can pop into your series X and it plays just like a, you know, traditional series X version or will uh, series X version itself maybe be slightly more optimized for the series X than the Xbox one version of the game and maybe have that potential weird, you know, um, I guess, difference and parallel there, possibly. Um, It seems like it, at least, that uh, Xbox is going the right way about it, that, you know, hey, you get one game and you get it once and that's it. (laughs) So the optimist in me wants to believe that, but the pessimist in me at the same time uh, is gonna be a little skeptical. I mean uh, I know we're definitely going to hear about it if that is the case that it's uh not what we were you know believed uh believed that it was to be. Um so I guess we'll ultimately have to wait and see but at least on paper it seems like if you get Cyberpunk 2077 um for like let's say for example the Xbox One X play it and then when the Series X comes out then you just pop it in and then you know um I think it's just natively, everything is upgraded and utilized and, you know, uh, taking advantage of the capabilities of the series X and whatnot after that. So, uh, it, uh, at least it's good, um, that, you know, Xbox is setting a precedent, like, Hey, you know, the option is there for, for, you know, developers to, uh, do good, uh, for, you know, cross gen games, like, you know, um, watchdogs legion um probably the next assassin's creed um the next call of duty and stuff that's gonna probably be their ultimate test to see if you know uh developers are gonna like take advantage of of this and try to you know cash grab and penny pinch and stuff like that by charging and stuff like that so ugh. We'll have to really see, really, but it's good to see that uh, you know, uh, Xbox is showing some goodwill in terms of hey, you know, it's on the it's on the developers and publishers, not us. Uh, they have all the tools they need to, to to do what they need to do. I'm curious if it does the same with physical. I hope this is in like um, no, because I guess in theory, uh, at least how the Xbox backwards compatibility works with, uh, 360 and Xbox original Xbox game is that you just pop the disc in and then it just downloads the respective game, So it does pick it up and realize it and, and takes it as a token, um, which I would, I would assume just happens in the same way as a series X. So I guess, yeah, at least all games you have for the Xbox one will natively be upgraded, uh, come the next generation, which is so, damn good to hear uh, all this damn nickel and diamond is that I've had enough I've had enough of it I'm sick and tired of it uh, hopefully playstation 5 follows suit or they're going to look real ugly in comparison um, but again playstation just want to be incognito in, 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 got that incognito tab open uh, pretty much all damn day uh well what past what five three to five months um being real quiet about uh their details so yeah all in all good stuff um yeah just uh you know 12 tera uh ray tracing a lot of that we already knew pretty much uh, ssd stores they confirm that um I think they we did get a little bit more validation in terms of, uh, the expandable storage slot that was showed in that leak image that was like a huge ass rectangle. Apparently, that uh is like at least what we all speculated that it, it is probably more than likely for expandable storage, uh, to some extent. So very curious to see how that's gonna play out all 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 together. But um, all the tools are there, man. Just. Just gotta execute. Just execute. Sound like a like a football coach. Just execute. Damn it, just ex- <laughs> damn it, just execute. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Damn it, just execute. <laughs> uh, dumb. Um. Next topic of discussion. Uh. So. I guess take this with a grain of salt, grain of salt. So uh, at least what's been going around uh, that mail of rumors, uh, the PS5 controller will potentially, keyword potentially, possibly maybe, maybe not at all, uh, track your heart rate and sweat secretion, uh, at least suggested by a patent. So mind you, patents um, can be like, you know, I believe for this one in particular was taken way in advance anyway. Um, so with a lot of patents, you can, you still have to take it at surface value because a lot of them are just there to, for security and insurance in case they do want to act upon an idea. But in a lot of cases, they don't ultimately act upon the idea of it, so. This could just be, you know, water under the bridge, but it is, uh, I think it is a interesting kind of tidbit to ponder on in terms, of, you know, the possibility of the next gen since, you know, <laughs> whenever it comes to next gen, you know, people just, just shooting anything out there when you think about it, uh, in regards to, you know, just, just thinking of the most outlandish stuff. Uh, because we've never seen it before, and it's got to be something we've never seen before for it to be, you know, next gen kind of type deal. So, uh, yeah, that's apparently what it does. Just, just tracks your heart rate and uh sweat secretion. I'm curious. Uh, you know, that obviously has a pretty cool application for like, you know, scary games, horror games, and stuff like that, where maybe. Based on how you, your heart rate is or something like that, or sweat secretion, which all are general indicators of, you know, stress, fear and uh, things of that nature that, um, yeah, that seems to be the only game I could think of that will really, you know, utilize it and really, I guess, thrive off it. If anything, of course, <laughs> Hideo Kojima would, you know, oh, man, you got to beat this boss by just sweating a lot. I don't know how to do it. I guess I just got to do some jumping jacks and hopefully I could beat him by, and beat this damn game. <laughs> That's at least I'm just seeing it right now. Hideo's going to have you like uh, you got to man. You got to just just kill yourself first. Uh you know, get get a nine one one to come and get your heart back, uh, get your heart rate up like insanely fast, and just 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 die, and then come back and then play, and then you beat the boss. <laughs> they, they they just put a put a label a Hideo Kojima game. <laughs> Oh man, this is the best game ever. Oh my God. Almost I died and came back, man. Boy, yeah. I mean, you ain't you ain't living until you died and came back. And man, boy, Hideo Kojima, he really did it for me, man. I never thought I'd ever play a game where I die and come back to life. Like mid mid mid-boss fight. (laughs) Hideo Kojima came. (laughs) <laughs> so dumb! Oh my god! Uh, but hey, you know, it, it might happen. I I, I personally uh, don't, cause I mean, uh, I don't want to sweat on my controller. That's the last thing I want to do. Uh, I I barely want hands, you know, that aren't mine on the controller. You know, oils and you know, just Cheeto dust and uh syrup and you know, just just baby oil. I don't know why you have baby oil put it on your hands and then put it, I mean, people are weird, so, you know, I mean, take it for what it is, just don't, (laughs) I mean, I guess people like putting baby oil on their controllers, I don't know, I don't know how you get off, I don't know how you live your life, but you know, yeah, I don't see this, uh, really happening, but I mean, I guess, I guess I mean I maybe sweat mildly when I'm trying hard at a game but not intentionally so I'm sure yeah I guess like okay yeah what all right how I guess they they don't really show any indications of it. I guess just through iconography in terms of it like I guess showing a, a caricature like sweating and heart rate pumping, um, but at least the 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 five control looks looks cool though. At least from these uh kind of pre made shots or mockups, um, it looks ba- basically like the four, but just more bigger and wider and kind of kind of Xbox twenty, just in terms of just overall general width and girth it feels like uh, li- at least if the mockups are true we, we ultimately don't know yet other than some semi leaked images and stuff like that so <laughs> huge ass grain of sh- uh, sh- <laughs> huge ass grain of short <laughs> I'm just throwing everywhere I'm just throwing salt everywhere I'm just just a sodium man a day them sodium levels is gonna be through the roof you hear me Through the damn roof. Uh, Next topic of discussion. Uh, As we know, uh, the wonderful 101 remastered was successfully backed and they're basically on their way. Uh, I believe they announced recently that they are also releasing it um, at least in May. I'm pretty sure for backers, they get it in April and for uh, general customers, they get it in May. So woo woo uh, switch in PS4. Uh, wonderful one-on-one there so at least uh going on a train of uh i believe they called it the platinum four kind of akin to the uh capcom five i'm pretty sure it's kind of a direct reference of it um one of the projects they did reveal in addition to a trailer which at least at the moment is called project gg a go-go project gg a go-go um very hard to ignore the uh Beautiful Joe reference, henching a go go, baby. Got it, I got it. Um, but at least in the trailer, I caught it. Uh, basically, it's like a Ultraman, uh, Godzilla ish, but I guess maybe Ultraman is the primary reference. It seems like here, where it seems like you're gonna play uh, Ultraman ripoff, uh, in terms of where you know you grow in immense size and fight random Japanese monsters which uh I've never really experienced in the game before so I'm all for it and I mean Hideki Kamiya I mean his track record in general is just like it's just steel proof you know it's just like bu- bulletproof you know because like what uh a bayonetta uh motherfucking uh astral chain motherfucking uh you know what I mean I mean uh he worked on Resident Evil 1 and 2 um Okami. I haven't played that yet, but I know I heard that's really good too. So dude is impeccable, man. I think he helped uh get up um Devil May Cry, uh the original one. You know, I mean the dude is dude is impeccable, you know. I'm just saying. But that trailer looked clean though. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Uh look sweet. I just can't wait to see like somebody who put a spin on that. And make it like with the platinum kind of pizzazz that you know they're known for. Fucking fucking vanquish. I mean, come on now. I'm just Jesus. Ah, oh, you can't deny that. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Right? Just saying. So, um yeah, apparently that's gonna be the next project probably after uh the wonderful one one drops looking forward to it man it looks cool from the trailer it looks pretty sweet got the blue eyes and he's like big and hulking and fighting like what looks to be like a you know a godzilla ripoff so i'm all for it I haven't really watched Ultraman like that but i i get the concept if it's anything uh similar to power rangers i kind of get the gist um probably just that just with you know mechanized huge combat you know so Either way, I'm all in. It's Hideki Kamiya, I'm all in. I'm all in. Place all bets. Place all bets right now. <laughs> um, Thankfully, finally, we did get some um more details, more information uh, regarding Resident Evil 3. So uh, basically, uh, a video, uh, I guess a pre-cut video from Capcom has been floating around. Um, I guess, to selected media folks, uh, as well as previews where, uh, you know, a lot of the media outlets are allowed to speak on what they played of the game. Uh, apparently, they invited a, a fair amount of uh, the media to play, um, I think, two to three hours of Resident Evil 3, uh, at least pre-selected moments or whatnot. So, uh, at least from what everybody's saying, looking pretty, pretty spiffy. Uh, at least from what I saw in terms of the trailers, man, boy, it's got that's a lot of stuff to kind of dissect. Um, cause Jesus, but everything is looking great. Uh, at least going by what I saw, uh, at least the general gameplay. Um, I know they showed. Uh, they pretty much showed a lot of the segments. They already showed the trailers in. Um. Uh, in the trailers, really. Uh, they showed a fair amount of the subway slash sewer area where basically, you know, they had, uh, Carlos with that flowing hair, um, who, you know, he's still taking a break from tech and he gonna come back eventually after, you know, he, uh, resolves the the virus outbreak. Um, like his voice, he's, he's pretty, seems to be pretty cool and he still keeps that same essence of, uh, you know trying to woo Jill every chance he get, like, which was exactly how he was in the game. Just, just sadly corny in every aspect, which pretty much is (laughs) essentially the same in this one. So not surprised, but I'm, I'm glad they are trying to, you can feel they're trying to stick as true to the original while, you know, trying to deviate and improve where they see fit, which uh, is definitely the impression I got from just, just seeing literally every video and preview I could get my hands on, um, so it's always a good sign. Uh, one aspect I I caught and saw uh, was the dodge, the perfect dodge mechanic. So basically, it's essentially in the game still, technically and updated, revised. So pretty much, kind of basically, similar to the original game. Uh, if you dodge at the right time. Uh, you can do a super slow-mo dodge where I think you have the option to just escape or you can choose to aim and obliterate the zombie that was about to attack you. So that was pretty damn cool and a nice balance of, you know, mixing the old with the new and uh, still kind of uh, paying homage to the original, which I definitely immensely greatly appreciate. So uh, perfect dodge is confirmed. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a, it seemed like a, uh, defined, um, or a, a dedicated dodge button. So, and I also was hearing from the previews that apparently, um, it is, um, balance where you can't like spam it constantly to like, you know, somewhat get the same effect. So I believe. I think after like three consecutive uh, dodges in a row, uh, she'll have a recharge period where she, you know, she'll she breathe like she's out of breath or something like that, at least from what I got from some of those previews. Um, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Nice way to balance it and, you know, encourage playing it, using it legitimately and, and instead of just spamming it and hoping for the best. Uh, does at least encourage some execution and uh, timing and thought in terms of uh, trying to get it to work efficiently for you in your favor so I thought that was very cool Uh, and then probably another notable moment was uh, the Hunter Gamma Uh, so basically it's the big frog looking thing at least I feel like it's I remember it the most from Resident Evil Outbreak Um, but I believe it had like a I think only like one appearance generally in the in the in three um at least in one of the particular moments but at least now boy that boy it look ugly look just fuggly. Up uh, and boy yeah it looks like uh of course one of those one hitter quitters because apparently as soon as it touched jill it was it was gone she was a she was a literal jill sandwich i mean literally folded her ass in half and ate her up conveniently like a sandwich uh, part of me felt like that was intentional. I just thought about that now. Wow, she like was literally a sandwich, ate up like a sandwich. Wow, huh, huh. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that was a pretty cool aspect, and of course, of course, they showed the 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 goddamn the tyrant of all tyrants, uh, Mr. stars himself, Mr. Tentacle Man uh i got tentacles for days um nemesis so they showed a bit of him just busting through walls like you know hey it's just another day in raccoon city um basically being a little bitch to uh jill so apparently at least what they showed uh, that basically, whenever you're trying to run away from him, he'll just basically just use his tentacles to just trip your ass, <laughs> trip your ass and and drag you to him. Um, it, at least from the uh, the demos, it seemed like she did a brief moment of where where she was just laying there, where it seemed like the animation I- indicated that like she can like maybe shoot while she's laying down, kind of like Resident Evil Six, but I don't think to that f- that level of freedom where you can just Dodge and, like, you know, lay on the ground ultimately if you want it. Um, so that I found that kind of interesting. Um, but I don't think, and that was one aspect too. I think I, I did what I really least felt like. Uh, the impression I got was that it seemed like the game was keeping a very delicate balance of, of, uh, you know, not being too actiony which. In, in a lot of cases takes away from the fear and scariness of the game but at the same time not being too scary where you're you know underpowered and like you know being like a uh, I i guess outlast where you i believe you essentially don't have any form of defense uh, or you know to defend yourself so i think it it kept a really good balance of both where you know it felt like it would seem like a sweet spot where it is obviously more action oriented than uh, RE2 but at the same time not being a you know <laughs> Suplex Town uh uh Haymaker having um you know flip flip kick flip kick uh flip kick knee pop uh that is a uh, you know the later action oriented games so which I thought was cool, and I appreciated, Um, You know, just keeping that balance of, you know, not being too overpowered where you f- don't feel any fear, but, you know, you can still defend yourself where you're not just, like, just dreading every moment and stuff like that. So I thought that was great. I thought that was great. That was definitely an impression I got. And uh, going back to Nemesis, um, motherfucker got, like, a fucking... <laughs> Uh, goddamn. Uh, what do you call the damn? Um, it's been so long. Got a uh, got a four point oh, four forty um, a 440 or whatever. You know, in football, where they, man, it's been so long. You know, you run from one point to another, and you know, the time you got, um, the time it takes to run from uh, said points to points. Damn it! I I gotta look that up now. Damn it! I'm I'm curious. Combine, uh, measurements or combine workouts. I think it was 440. Square is like 440. Yeah. 40 yard dash. I forgot the like nickname. Like, Hey man, what's your 440 or what's your 40? Yeah, four forty nine, four sixty six. Okay, so the Lord is better, of course. So yeah, (laughs) fucking, fucking Nemesis ran like what, like a two two eighty or something? (laughs) Because he uh, at least in the in the trailer, they're showing that um, he basically, if you're out of his view and you're running away from him, still, he can uh, at least in some cases, do like a motherfucking fucking uber dash like just fucking just to dash directly in front of you uh just being a real bitch um just being a real pain in the ass um uh, that's just i could just dread that right now but i see i i could see like obviously a lot of the same animations and, and stuff are definitely taken from the uh from tyrant from uh mr x from a Resident Evil 2 remake. So I, I feel like I kind of have some comfortability with that, especially playing the hell out of that game. So I'm curious to see how they're gonna play and kind of mess with your expectations here. So um, that was pretty cool. I also, I also heard there was some rumor or some hints about um, Nemesis having this weird, uh, pretty cool feature which was kind of like an ode to the original uh, RE1 remake, where apparently he can uh, possibly, not being confirmed, of course, he could possibly, um, like, infect other zombies, and I guess they can somewhat be like super zombies, kind of like uh, the Crimson Heads from uh, RE1 remake. So I thought that was pretty cool, uh, that if, if it is true, that'd be a cool little aspect or twist um, in terms, you know, his, uh, original design, especially, you know, obviously not being able to interact with the, with the, uh, zombies in the first one, really. Um, you could still see some remnants of him, uh, kind of being like Mr. X, like knocking other zombies out the way, like, get the fuck out of my way. I need to, need to get Jill right now. Need to, need to choke her ass. <laughs> that was funny too. Um. At least in one of the, in the trailer uh, or the extended gameplay footage, uh, Jill was climbing up the ladder and uh, <laughs> Nemesis was like, hey, bitch. <laughs> Grabbed her head full, pulled her up by her head, uh, and then just tossed her ass uh, in the street. And then uh, he's like, hey, I got this flamethrower. Um, I mean, what you about to do? Because you about to get toasted right now. <laughs> That's literally what he should have said. <laughs> Oh man, I got, I really got to start doing some, uh, (laughs) really got to start doing, messing around some, uh, dubs of of that, man. (laughs) I got this flamethrower. I don't know what you about to do, but, uh, it's about to get real toasty up in here. (laughs) So yeah, man. Um, and yeah, that kind of led me to some suspicions, uh consider you know now they have the opportunity to do so and i guess kind of the uh maybe they took i hate to say it maybe they took some slight uh reference from the resident evil movies where maybe tyrant has more of a human element than than he did before and that maybe cuz at least you know what i was talking about earlier p- picking uh Jill's head up and throwing throwing her is like Why wouldn't he just kill her outright? Um, So I feel like there's probably gonna be some element there that maybe, hmm, who knows, could be somebody she knows uh, or knew um, that maybe could lead to some of that possibly, I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking too much into it, but I don't know. It's hard to believe that Nemesis would just pick your your head up and just toss you just to shoot you with a flamethrower instead, I don't know. (laughs) That's definitely a video game sin right there. That, I hate it. I hate it. That's one thing too. I've been watching uh, been recently, somewhat recently, watching a lot of uh video game sins videos, kind of like uh, akin to the movie sins, where you know, just general weird like logic that doesn't make sense in real life. That uh, you know, you just you just uh write off as a uh, game logic. Uh, basically, this show kind of, you know, um, harkens on that. I forgot the damn channel, but. Pretty sure it's probably the most popular of them, I, I believe, or feel. Um But yeah, so I can see that coming <laughs> one time or another. But um yeah, so uh yeah, overall, uh Nemesis looks pretty great. I'm uh, seeing him in motion and everything, loving his design. Didn't really get to hear him say stars that much. I know he said it, but it was very deep and low. Stars, something like that. Uh, but it was very like more kind of obfuscated I'd say um to kind of make out but it was there for sure I liked it at least from what I heard it was like okay all right I like the take so overall man shaping up to be <laughs> can I speak today shaping up to be pretty damn great remake um potentially could be better than uh two we'll see um, it, it's kind of sad we, we at least I believe they somewhat confirmed that there isn't going to be any live selection in the game which is unfortunate uh, for those that don't know live selection in the original game was an option where uh, basically certain points in the game you would get Uh, you have to make a split decision so at least like the one of the first ones is that like you know Nemesis comes in front of you and you have two choices where you can like fight him head on or run away from him by going into the um uh, the RPD office um that way and then you know other various ones too and some of them like drastically changed um uh, the ending as well as uh you going to certain other a completely alternate paths, um, that you wouldn't go versus the opposite route. Um, but it, it's, it, they did say that live selection isn't coming back, but it could possibly like be somewhat hidden quote unquote, where like you do kind of have those choices still, but they're just not as pronounced as they used to be in the original. So yeah i mean i'd settle for it, but personally i would have liked um just having that choice cuz i felt like it added like uh, another sense of a uh, fear kind of urgency and like you know I don't know, just kind of anxiety uh, that kind of added to like, you know, kind of the atmosphere of the game, like having those moments like, oh, oh shit, I don't know what I should do. Uh, I could go this way, but I don't know. Tyrant might beat my ass, because I don't have as much, you know, I don't got like too many first aid sprays, so maybe I should just run away from him and you know, stuff like that. I thought was <laughs> would have been pretty cool to still keep intact, but apparently that might not be the case, so. You know hey, take what I can get, take take what I can get in this case. I mean, hey, we're getting a, an RE3 remake, so I mean, that's enough for me to be honest. Um, just, just seeing this come to fruition as beautiful as it looks in some cases, it just maybe just how it was artistically um, made looks almost better in than an RE2 in some cases. So, um, yeah, man. Looking pretty, pretty good overall. So I'm um, very, very, uh, very much looking forward to it. Um, if and what? Well, I mean, it was it's, it's close. It's gonna be like literally a month from now. Um, so that 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 release date is uh imminent, very eminent Just saying. Um, yeah, I think we covered. Oh, yeah. Damn, I forgot that uh, uh, they did announce a demo too. So, they say, uh, via, via, via their Twitter, uh, it was written in the stars. <laughs> I want to say it in the... It was written in the stars. Resident Evil 3 demo is on the way. We'll have more details in the near future. So, near future. I don't know. That could be any time. Near future insinuates is more further than we're expecting so at least and as regard in regards to or as the uh, Resident Evil 2 remake was a uh, concern it's probably like a week two weeks before it actually released so I mean that's probably maybe the deadline at the the latest we'll probably get it um which yeah that might be the most likely um hopefully it's not a damn time demo again which I thought that was so dumb and archaic We'll play it enough to where we'll get tired and you know be hunkering and, and yearning for the actual full game. So uh I don't know. We'll see though. Hey, but I mean we get in a demo. Being able to play the game before it comes out is great. Um, but hey, you know, if it is a time demo, I got <laughs> three opportunities to play it. Uh the benefits of uh multi platform gaming. At its finest, there. That was just so dumb. I hope they don't do that. That just didn't. That was the dumbest thing. Just, just, d- d- don't, don't do it. Don't do it. And then, yeah, even on PC, Steam, they like cracked that like almost immediately. So all you had to do was get on PC, uh, get a crack for it to get rid of the damn timer, and then bam, there you go play it as much as you want, even though in theory, like me personally, I wouldn't play it maybe like five four or five times and then I'd be done. You know, like, okay, all right. I'm good for the, uh, for the full game when it comes out. So I'm excited. Can't wait. Can't wait. Nemesis is about to get his ass beat. Oh yeah. I also heard somebody confirmed too that, um, uh, that the line is in there, the ending line, uh, like, um, I, I, I mean, sp- spoilers for a 20 old, 20 year old game, but, um, I guess they use it, use it somewhere different anyway, but, you know, stars, I'll show you stars. I was like, that's make a break right there. But apparently she uses it outside of where she originally used it in, uh, in the original game. So not really a spoiler, it was just a, dial, a line of dialogue that was, you know, very very nineties action movie esque, but just corny in the best way that it was very endearing and just like, Yeah, that's just Resident Evil, just B movie action, you know, corny nineties line that uh I was hoping was still be in just because it's just so great <laughs> in the wrong in the in the in the best and wrong way. So um, next topic of discussion, uh, they did announce, um, in terms of Streets of Rage Four, a uh, new character in particular, um, what is his name again? Floyd, Floyd Ariane, Ariaya. Uh, he, I get a Samoan vibe from him, maybe black and Samoan kind of, it's hard to kind of tell, uh, but I mm, look like Jax's. Like Jax's son, uh, just a straight ripoff of Jax. He just has the robotic arms. I mean that in of itself, the robotic arms. I mean, it can detach, and it seems like, but uh, yeah, very uh, very Max, um, not Max, uh, Jax, like, uh, but yeah, does seem like a a combination of of Max and uh Zan, which uh, I know a lot of us. Uh, worth speculating at least according to the uh silhouette they show for the game before you know revealing all the characters i was like that looks a lot like um i thought i was thinking max like went underwent the same procedure as dr Zan or something like that um or something because i was like they had to have some big guy uh to add to kind of the diversity of the characters too you know thinking about it that way as well so uh, but then on top of that, they did announce that there will be two player online and four player offline co-op. So, of course, I, I, I definitely would love to see four player online co-op. But I feel, I'm pretty sure that was like a nightmare to kind of code for, develop, um, having four players simultaneously online, uh, you know, in terms of net code and stuff like that. Uh, who hitting who and stuff. It seems like a nightmare, but who knows? Maybe they could, uh, just need more time to work on it and maybe it'll, you know, could, could be, uh, implemented in a patch afterward. But, um, uh, I did catch some gameplay, uh, seeing a four player in action is pretty kind of, it's pretty dope. It's very somewhat, not as hectic as I was anticipating, but it was, uh, somewhat OP, you know, definitely the four characters are, the, the odds are in their favor. Maybe you can probably, up to difficulty or something like that but it was uh it was pretty legit and boy uh i think what seems like the first the first um level uh music kind of can go straight it was it was fire it was like i would bumped that i would bumped that legitimately it was like some very you get very very streets of rage vibes which hey that's all i could really ask for ultimately so I was loving the soundtrack to begin with you know with that so and then you know getting that confirmation that Yuzo, Yuzo Koshiro is getting involved still I think he's probably making a couple tracks but not making a full soundtrack Uh, but hey I think this is the best way they could have did it Streets Rage 4 baby I'm ready it's looking very very uh, very polished so I mean I feel like at any moment they could actually just drop this like a surprise release but I know they're probably gonna have some um some announced date but uh I'm loving what I'm seeing I'm loving what I'm seeing a lot you hear me I'm loving what I'm seeing out very much so um yeah so (laughs) and very weird ass random news um man um So, Final Fantasy VII Remake, they apparently uh, are doing some uh, cross-promotion with uh, Mars, I guess, ultimately, um, with uh, Butterfinger, Baby Ruth, and Crunch. So, basically, if you get um, two candy bars, you get, like, uh, in the span of two to ten candy bars, you get various items in the gift for for the game, basically. But, uh, boy, I am so disappointed. The most missed opportunity in gaming cross promotion ever. Um, there, I, I don't see any option here for a Butterfinger Buster sword and like, come on Mars Square Enix. What are y'all doing right now? Butterfinger Buster sword. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Buster sword, Butterfinger. Butterfinger Buster Sword. It's so simple. I, I I I saw caught this post on uh the era. But no goddamn I didn't see no trace of a butterfinger buster sword. Missed opportunity, man. They could have they could have got a coulda got a uh a solid a solid customer. Cause just the, the dumbness of that all I would've got, but you know what, maybe, <laughs> maybe Square was like, Hey, you know what, this is a little too much. Cloud with a uh, Butterfinger Buster sword. I don't know if I, I approve of this. I mean, I'd, I'd be fine with it, you know, but you know what, hey, it is what it is. Maybe, maybe it's secret. Maybe it's a secret. You get like 20 candy bars. That's, that's what you get, Uh, but boy, yeah, they promoting some death. Cause yeah, you can get, you get item at two candy bars, four candy bars, six candy bars, eight candy bars, and 10 whole candy bars. You get uh various items. So I guess you can just, you know, buy the candy bars and just, just dispose of them. But I mean, that's like $16, you know, whatever. I'm just saying butter finger buster sword. It is not that hard. Just saying. Okay, I am done with that. I am done with that. I really am. I really am. You know. Disappointed. Disappointed. Okay. Well, uh, that covers all the news for this week. Um, let's get into what I've been uh. What I've been playing. Up to uh so you know hey big surprise modern warfare all right uh the game is great it's got its hooks deep in me i keep i keep i keep uh i keep playing it but i don't want to stop so uh, i've been basically trying to get um a lot of the challenges um uh because they unlock every level um i'm on like 115 right now i think 114 uh the max is 155 so been uh you know getting them challenges in they they're pretty engaging and fun i guess part of me just wants to get out the way so i can um just play the weapons i want to play cuz i guess i unintentionally want to get the uh get the Damascus camo which is basically getting all the camo unlocks for every weapon in the game, so, you know, you know, um, yeah, outside of that, that's been pretty much it for that, uh, Devil May Cry 3, I've been, been playing that over the weekend too, um, I beat hard mode, um, beat hard mode, and I am trying to, um, well, I actually unlocked all of, maxed out all of the styles, which is what I was trying to get over, uh, get done. So I do have all the styles maxed out again now. Um, so now I feel like a god, uh, especially with freestyle mode. Boy, it's gonna be a problem. Also, I've been uh, on on YouTube a lot, just researching, um, which I is a lot of crap I did not know about this game that even is is like even more makes the game even more enjoyable um, there's apparently some um crazy combos I <laughs> I like aimlessly just just ranted about it on Twitter uh, there are some uh, crazy combos I didn't know about there' was one with uh, spiral uh, Artemis and um, the Beowulf uh, gauntlets I didn't know you can uh, do rise and dragon and then crazy combo out of that in the midair. I was like, what in the mess? But then again, it's like, uh, at least for the weapons I didn't mess with like uh spiral and other ones because of the limitations of the, of the weapon selection. Um, you know, that left it on the wayside, but one cool benefit of this freestyle mode is that I do find myself playing the, with those weapons I otherwise wouldn't want to play with. Um, which is cool. I'm like kind of Im- implementing them in like some of my combos and stuff with other weapons and getting that synergy going, which was really cool. Uh, there was also the shotgun one. I didn't know, uh, when you do the shotgun stinger, you can do a crazy combo off of that, which was, I was like, that was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. And just now be able to quickly access all those moves at your arsenal, man, that game is just great. That is definitely one of my top ten games for sure, um, especially this edition that just knocked it up a, a couple notches as well. Goodness, um, and then yeah, outside of that, I've been like researching. There's uh, apparently jump canceling in terms of the game. So basically, you uh, obviously I know a lot of people that play Devil May Cry know about the enemy step, where basically if you jump on an enemy and you 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 basically uh, if you don't hit the ground and you jump on the enemy instead, it gives you the same properties as if you were to jump on uh, land on the ground. Uh, so basically resets your options of, uh, you know, doing a double jump or, you know, various air uh, trickster moves and stuff like that. So in terms of the game, like programming and logic, uh, basically, if you uh, press the button fast enough, like let's say, for example, you do a killer b which basically is a downward diagonal attack with a beowulf you do that and then you time it right by hitting jump which interrupts and cancels a lot of moves basically uh you can basically reset and do it multiple times so uh and it also you gotta take into account like how close you are to enemies and stuff like that so like for example like uh with uh the cerberus uh the ice you can like do some insane combos by like, you know, launching a dude in the air, uh, then basically uh doing the standard attack, but then jump canceling it, making you be able to do it multiple times and faster than you would otherwise. So just crazy stuff like that is just uh pretty fascinating to see. And you know, you can do some literal game breaking stuff. Um, which is probably like getting in a speed running territory, but I'm not sure if I want to kind of dive into that completely, but I've been dabbling in it uh, a little bit. Um, I guess trying to get down the technique, uh, cause you have to be like insanely fast and frame perfect in terms of like, you know, getting those in, um, yeah, the timing is just impeccable so it might be because i'm playing on a tv instead of a monitor which in general most monitors have a faster response time but i mean for my tv it's pretty pretty reasonable response time as well so maybe i'll try it with a monitor that might be my barrier uh, to get a feel for it. but boy the combos and game breaking stuff they were doing was fascinating and then on top of that now because that was back then when you had a limited range of selecting only two weapons of each but now you can select all weapons you can in theory just like literally break the game yet again in terms of you know having every literal weapon at your arsenal as well as all your styles being able to switch and stuff is just That is just crazy as hell to me. Um, So, yeah, I plan to um, go through Dante must die mode, which is, I guess, technically the hardest outside of heaven and hell mode. I think heaven and hell mode is basically one hit kill for both you and the enemy. So it's kind of a fun mode in that respect. I think like um, enemies with shields and stuff kind of have to take into account but outside of that I think it's uh kind of like a fun uh kind of somewhat even mode where you know one hit kills but generally the standard hardest mode is Dante Must Die mode which you know I may uh if I'm feeling it I may uh stream it um stream my struggles in terms of trying to get through that mode but we'll see might might get some uh might get a stream of that who knows um yeah so uh outside of Devil May Cry 3 um I actually got around to messing with the uh the Steam controller so for those that don't know like it went on sale like ridiculously insanely cheap um and I was like I I got it but never tried to mess with it or uh you know see how it was and boy uh man it is a great piece of hardware man after messing around with it for a bit it is pretty dope so basically, um, at least probably the most commonly or most likely used scenario for it is uh, either one for a steam link. If you have that where you just connect it to your steam link and you play it that way or two, uh, basically for PC games that don't support a controller, uh, it is pretty awesome. So basically uh how it works for those that may not know is that basically, you know, you connect it to your PC, launch Steam, or whatever, and then basically go into whatever game you want. Um, and at least by default, it has a basically a, a standard uh default layout where basically like right trigger, left trigger are like uh right, right mouse click, left mouse click, and then the right uh trackpad at least, it feels like a track trackpad but it's like kind of like a touch sensor type deal or it could be both Um, I'm actually very fascinated by that technology of it it's it's kind of mysterious but basically it feels like a trackpad where basically you get the same feel as a mouse Um, and then you know the left stick is you know W W A S D uh, just basically an analog stick form so basically it natively maps those um, by default, but let's say you launch a game. So like I was messing with, uh, max pain and, um, I was like just dabbling in that. Cause that game doesn't able to support, uh, a controller. So I was like, yeah, let me just mess with max pain, see how it actually handles it. And, uh, at first it was like, wow, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. I could get used to it. Uh, I was missing, you know, like, uh, you know, like a binding for, uh, uh, painkillers and stuff like that. But I uh, all I did was hit the uh, steam button, go to the menu and basically go to controller profiles and bless the uh, steam community. They have like uh, basically uh, numerous uh, steam profiles that you can like download and use uh, for the steam controller. I'm pretty sure maybe like the Xbox and other controllers too, in the same way. But it feels like uh, the steam controller is the most native. I guess yeah pretty much the most native feeling of them all considering it's uh the closest to emulating pc uh controls to a controller more than say the xbox uh controller which is I guess generally the de facto one for pc but um man uh yeah like I just straight up just downloaded a simple profile that had like a lot of good reviews and man it's like like like, like it's made for a controller, cause like it basically had everything that made total logical sense in terms of, from a control standpoint, you know, you can uh, hit the left pad to cycle through your weapons. Uh, I believe there was a freaking quick save and quick load on our uh, left and right bumpers. Um, it was, it was, it was just fascinating to me for whatever weird reason it was, Probably seems simple at the surface, but I guess just for be going through the various troubleshooting of trying to get video games to work in at times, I guess it was just, uh, it was just fascinating and, um, uh, humbling to, to see, uh, just software and hardware work so well in unison, um, you know, overlaying a, a, a PC game, which that in of itself can be just problematic in a lot of, for a lot of reasons. But it was just pretty cool. It was just pretty cool overall. I messed with uh, Counter-Strike Go a bit. Uh, I know I think technically it kind of has some semi-native Steam support, it felt like. So that was pretty cool. I mean, i pretty sure I'd have to adjust the sensitivity, but in general, I got the gist of controlling it. Like, let's say if I hypothetically wanted to play Counter-Strike with a controller, which definitely isn't the way you should play Counter-Strike of all games, but... Um, it was cool I got the gist of it and uh, I could see the feasibility of using it down the line uh, which is pretty damn cool I have to admit so I definitely recommend it if you are I guess kind of like me where I I do dabble in the PC here and there but not uh, at least being my primary method of uh, playing games I do dabble here and there but um, you know my friends wanted to play something or something like that. I do uh, dabble in that respect, but natively by myself, not as much. And if I do, I do ultimately <laughs> play with a controller in most cases. So um, I guess sticking on the PC train, I did mess around with Outer Worlds a bit more. I played with controller at first, but I was like, you know what? Let me switch to key mouse and keyboards and I had the ability to and felt pretty good, felt pretty natural, um, I was tweak. I had to tweak some graphical settings a bit, because, uh, wasn't satisfied, satisfied with the performance, uh, I had 4k going, but it wasn't, uh, I wasn't, I just wanted to get that nice, uh, kind of, uh, uh, synergy of uh 4k and 60 fps so unfortunately I had to knock down my uh resolution or do the kind of like the dynamic scaling like the xbox and in the uh, ps4 pro does um so i knocked it down like what about 75 percent? got a pretty much uh satisfactory performance felt like 60 to me uh the graphics felt pretty good also so uh, was dabbling in that a bit. I'm I'm getting engaged. I hear it's not as a uh, not a big time commitment either. So I probably that might be my next game. I might uh dive into outside of probably Modern Warfare. So yeah. And then of course uh uh the Halo Flight uh in terms of the PC I'm involved in that. Uh, they extended the date. Uh, I believe it was originally gonna be this Monday, but I guess they uh extended it to further test some stuff out. Um was pretty good feels pretty good feels like halo on pc that's the best probably the best compliment i could give outside of the uh the the issues that that happened uh last week i think last episode i mentioned but outside of that pretty fine pretty satisfied no issues outside of that so yeah outside of all of that i said that so many times but um yeah that's pretty much what i've been up to this week slash past weekend um yeah been a pretty interesting week though still salty uh ps4 didn't want to abide by uh my bet and uh announced stuff on the 25th but you know what hey now i'm gonna look like an idiot whenever i'm posting the forms but you know what it's okay that's all right Alright, Sony, um, we gonna have to talk. I'm just saying. Entire tired of y'all trying to act like y'all the you know, the bad boy of the band, but you know, you not in the band, you solo. Trying to be like you uh think you who you think you are. Who you think you are, Sony? The hell you think you are? Just saying. Okay. I'll throw these hands at you, Sony, I don't care. Like I'm just gonna try to hit everybody at Sony, no. That ain't gonna happen. That ain't gonna happen. I'm too strong. No. Get my ass beat. First security guard. First security guard put me in a uh put me in a uh elbow uh elbow lock. Oh get his ass out of here. Oh all right. <laughs> Enough joking aside. Um, uh, if you are listening to this podcast, uh, uh, definitely be greatly appreciated if you could like, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff on your respective podcasting platforms. If you have any questions you'd like to submit to the show or to ultimately be read on the show, uh, feel free to. Submit any questions to my email at aswitchtv at gmail.com. Um, is that it? Oh, yeah. Uh, if you want to catch this podcast being recorded live, you can, of course, catch it on uh, TV slash aswitch. Or, you know, if you want to catch archive, uh, you can do the same there. Still working on trying to get it on YouTube uh, as well. Um, that will happen at some point so just giving you that uh, give you that buffer just giving you that notif- notification just giving you that prior notice Um, is that it da, 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 da. yeah I think that is it I think that'll do it for uh, episode 44 of Switches Sites uh, again thank you all for listening and or watching And until next time, get your damn game on. (laughs) Actually, let me do it in my voice. (laughs) Get your damn game on. Nobody's safe.